Hi, and welcome to Brand Bites, where we talk design, future brands, and all things startup. With him, Frankie Gingle, and him, Matthew Fern. Proudly sponsored by Virtue Sparkling Energy Drink. Let's, Let's go. go. Hello, Frankie. Hello. How are you? I am smashing. How are you? I am mega as always. And welcome to episode nine to all of our amazing listeners. Um, We will be cracking on with our main topic in a minute, which is uh, actually been requested by one of our uh, followers on Instagram. But first, Frankie, why don't we have a chat about some really, really interesting brand news today? Yes. So uh, brand news this week is um, the Peloton Christmas advert that saw a drop in 10% of the value of shares uh, for Peloton. $1.2 billion. Yes. Not a little bit. In two days, $1.2 billion. In two days. So um, apparently they're still doing better than they were in September and October. Of course they are. So their their sales uh, throughout like the Christmas period are still still like doing better than any other time of the year. Um, however, nowhere near as well as they thought they would do off the back of an advert that's been labeled uh, sexist, offensive, insensitive. Um, and it, it, it really shows that I don't think the marketing marketing team guys there have actually done their homework. It's, it's a strange one, right? Because we know how expensive advertising space is at Christmas, right? And I've, I remember yeah, being at, at Dyson and speaking to John Lewis about their advert and boots of, of theirs and the sheer cost of being involved, let alone how much they were physically spending themselves. So you get it right, you could be up for a bumper Christmas. Here, you get it wrong, your value of your business can drop significantly. Yes. Um, it's extraordinary. I, I actually heard this first when it was on the, on the radio. I was listening to a talk radio program yesterday. Um, and the day before, and they were they were talking about it, and there was lots and lots of people who were basically calling in and saying it's sexist, it's chauvinist, it's right. misogynistic, it gives a wrong body image um, to women. Also, that there were other people complaining that the person that was on there, uh, the lady that's in the program, that she her eyes was, were almost demonic, that she was oh, already okay. in too good shape, she didn't yeah, lose any weight. That's there's, one of the ones there's I There's so much in there, and Frankie and I. Aren't, aren't going to open up the enormous can of worms that is, <laughs> is it sexist? Is it inappropriate? Is it whatever? Um, and go back to the, the basics, right? The business basics of the entire world, which yeah. is the market has spoken. The right. value of your business, and remember it's value, not their profitability. So their performance versus their value is very different things. And, and to understand that, we'd have to have a very long conversation about, about finance. But the value of their business, the traded value of that business has yeah. dropped by over a billion dollars. That doesn't mean that they go broke, but it does mean that the perception of Peloton is plummeting. That's that's the key word, I think, perception, because we talked about it in the, the very first episode of Brand Bites, was the feeling of a brand. Yeah. And if your customers get the feeling that actually you can't communicate to them, you're not on the same level, you're not on the same wavelength, um, you're done. Then, yeah, your your brand is effectively going to be tarnished. And um, so, the a spokesperson for Peloton um, actually said that they were very disappointed that so many people misinterpreted the advert. And I think 
you can have that opinion, but that's at the same push, time... That's just pushing sloppy shoulder work, right? But, that's uh, just saying... But at the same time, the at the same to- yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's passing the buck to the audience. Um, but at the same time, it's their job to make sure as many people interpret it the way they are supposed to interpret it. it so it, if you can't communicate that, yeah, it, is that a strong brand message? It comes down to communication, right? Yeah. So, so if people had, had to interpret what was happening to be offended, or people had to interpret it to, 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 for that miscommunication then I, I, I would sort of get it, but they don't. It was in plain English. It was very simple. Um, what, you're, what, you're, what you've done there, the miscommunication, firstly, by the way, it takes one person to communicate and one person to interact, so at least take half the blame peloton. Yeah, yeah. But it is your brand, it's your responsibility to get that right. What they should have done, really, is just put their hands up and said, we didn't view it that way. But we clearly it has offended people. But we can see yeah, how. Yeah. And as a result, we now need to review our marketing processes moving forward. We hope you'll work with us. That, that would have been the correct response. What's really interesting though is because the brand is actually very strong and the yes. concept is very strong, and performance has been good. There was a fifteen percent decline in value. What happened straight away? Investors bought Peloton yeah. shares. Yeah. Right. They've already seen a five percent bounce back. Congratulations. You've made a reasonably large amount of money on that on that already. But if they hold that and they deliver, let's say, a quarter one and two strong profits next year, you're yeah. talking about people who have made a fortune out of it. So, um, you know, bad bad news is good for some people. But it's just a massive, massive fail, right, Peloton? You yeah. just, and I'm sure, again, the Peloton board are, are avid listeners. And I think they follow us on Instagram at Brand Bites Pod, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm right. right. But um, it, just in case they don't, there it is. <laughs> Um, Shameless plug there. But the truth is, whatever business you're, you're, you're in, if you're going to do advertising, um, just be sympathetic. Look yeah. for where there may be misinterpretation or put it in front of more people. Focus well, group it. But actually, actually ties into what we were talking about last week. It's just being culturally aware. Just actually doing the homework, being culturally aware. And actually, this, this goes to show that the, um, the age-old adage of uh, any publicity is good publicity actually might not be not true, the case right? no. but yeah I'm pretty sure that if on Christmas day Mrs Fern opens up a gift and it's a Peloton I'm, I'm pretty sure that she'll be pretty disappointed so um, <laughs> it, I certainly won't be getting one from me unless they want to send one in for free of course um, yeah. but um, but no I, I, it's been a massive fail and I, and I would encourage people to just look at the fact that we had more than 2 million views on YouTube within the first day and look at the fact that they switched off comments. Comments, yeah. Says enough, right? Says enough about guilt. Mm. Great Great. brand news. I think it's really interesting. It's what I want to follow moving forward. That was a good one this week. Um, It should be really, really good. Um, Please forgive us that we will not be posting Peloton-related items onto onto our Instagram account. (laughs) Um, Our main topic came in today um, from a really avid listener called Jack Stevenson, who got in touch and said, um, I've binged the podcast all caught up lads i think it's really good and really enjoyed Brilliant. the topics thank you jack good That's news very thank kind you of you. Um, just a quick one i want your opinion uh, on something because i've seen a friend get into a pyramid scheme and they're trying to get people to become salespeople for her just intrigued on your views on the whole system similar to herbalife and i think there have been a few over the years so firstly jack thank you very much for bringing up a really really um important topic and one that we want to spend some time talking about now. yeah i I will talk about both pyramid schemes and multi-level marketing, um, and I will talk about the differences in a minute. But the original um, pyramid scheme sort of started in the 1990s, and it, 
it was different in those days because there wasn't the information age that we have now. There wasn't the freedom of information across platforms and the internet and email, etc. So it was actually probably easier for people to get away with, with pyramid schemes. But um, the first thing I want to do is I just want to highlight what, you know, what are the, what are the flag for a pyramid scheme? What, 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 what should you be looking out for straight away? And we have posted a little video on this on our yeah. Instagram, but, but, I'll, but I'll start with this anyway. So the first thing you should be aware of is it's going to be something that will pitch to you that you get to become an independent business person or entrepreneur, and it's your first step towards financial freedom. Um, it, it will use a lot of emotive language. They use um, phrases like wildly profitable, skyrocket profits. Yeah. They talk about big financial values. They will use, you know, they will use examples of people making $250,000, half million dollars, a million dollars. They really will bump up how big it is. The one thing to look out for, they always use aspirational videos. And that that's normally starts with what looks like self-vlogging um, of people who are talking about, you know, I can't believe I've just started. I've only been doing this six months and I've made £50,000 a month. Yeah. Um, it's all the too good to be true. It, it, it really is, videos. right? But, they, but they're very, very convincing. And the first thing is those people are part of the program. They have been brought on, but they are called influencers. And they're called influencers because they have the ability to drive up recruitment which we'll touch on in a second. Second Pete would be flexibility. They will traditionally target um, women, stay-at-home mums, but men as well these days, but they will a lot of the time say, you know, this shows great flexibility. You can have be a business owner um, around being a great mum or a great dad yeah. and still be able to I mean, be it's very persuasive. family. It, it is, and <clears throat> they will talk about stuff like paying off your mortgage. Right. They talk about being able to take put your kids through college or university here in the UK. They... They really do show you aspiration, uh, aspirational targets, and they show that people are achieving them, right? Yeah, okay. And um, often they have these big, big marketing events where they will have thousands of members turn up. Oh, yeah, and, proper you know, glamorous and, and as well. glamorous, yeah. and they will celebrate people big time, guys. Don't be fooled into thinking that any of this is legit. The last one, which is the piece that I, I, I would urge everyone to know, is they will talk about a proven step-by-step -step method, okay? Right. A proven, always, always a proven step-by-step, -step, simple method. Anyone can do it. Anyone can change their financial future. That is how they'll talk about it, and they do that so that you believe you could achieve those targets. So again, it's really, really simple um, to, to, to be able to sort of highlight those things. But let's talk about what what they are. I, I want to address firstly the, the big one. So how to recognize pyramid scheme versus multi-level marketing. Okay. Yeah. So pyramid scheme will, will work as follows. There will be um, no inventory buyback. So they'll make you purchase product and it'll have a large startup cost. Okay. So um, one of the ones, uh, a female uh, apparel business, uh, Lulu Rowe, which has like super jazzy trousers, basically like yoga trousers. Um, made you buy like $6,000 worth of stock up front. Okay? okay, and there is no way in which you can get that back. There's no sale of return on this. So they get six grand off you straight away. They will show no interest whatsoever in consumer demand or market research. Let's be really clear, there won't be the single bit about how the products, aside from being great, there won't yeah. be anything proven about why consumers want it. You'll have no category information whatsoever. No. The next piece will be there'll be an emphasis on recruitment rather than sales. This is a bit that I really, really want to stress, okay? Because this is where multi-level marketing gets a bad name. Yeah. But let me put it this way. 
not all multi-level marketing programs are are um, are pyramid schemes, but most most of them really are. Okay. Um, a, a multi-level marketing program effectively is where you get you make your money by selling your products to other other multi-level marketing participants. Okay. okay yeah. Right. So. If you imagine, Frankie, you are, um, and there'll be lots of titles, by the way, for different levels. So you're a zone one, and you'll have loads of hot sauce, because we do lots of hot sauce in this one. Yeah. Your, your main job, right, is to sell hot sauce to me and three other people. Okay. Okay. And then you're going to convince those people that they could make a really good living, like you are, by also selling on that hot sauce. Yeah. Okay. That That's where it works, okay? There's often bonuses for... Um, certain amounts that you sell or for signing up new members okay you will be pr- promised that there are prize draws for the best salespeople. there will be holidays cars yeah, cash yeah. all right the next thing so that's multi-level marketing versus a pyramid scheme um now you're talking about completely Ill- illegitimate right none yeah. of none of this stuff is legit whatsoever no so this all depends on recruiting people to the program. Think of it more cult than anything else. So you you effectively will become distributor of a product or service. Okay. So rather than you selling that hot sauce on, your job now is just to recruit just salespeople to, recruit. to work for you as your sales team and you're just going to funnel volume through them. Yeah. That's it. So you, at no point have you parted with any cash. Okay. Right? And the difference... Yeah. The difference in all honesty is legally, multi-level marketing isn't illegal, but pyramid schemes are. But as I said, some pyramid schemes can be part of it. Now, let me just sort of highlight some of them, right? These are some of the big ones I want people to be really aware of. And, okay. and they will target you, by the way, through social media, LinkedIn. My God, have I been approached by so many yeah. myself. You look like a really great entrepreneur. You could make millions a year if you were involved in yeah, I've, I've been approached myself um, just off Facebook um, but actually from people I would consider friends yeah. who then bought into the whole the whole narrative like completely it's a, it's a brainwash right it is, not, yeah. you know not being horrible to people but so LuLaRoe for example um, yeah make people buy six grand's worth of inventory um, and then effectively um, consultants weren't allowed to choose which ones they bought so they couldn't okay. say, actually, these ones are selling really well in my area. These are the ones I want to buy. They had to buy blocks of stock. What other people in um, apparel have also found is the first batch is really high quality. Oh, okay. The next batches are yeah. dog shit. Okay. There's another way of putting it. Okay. I see that. Yeah. Some of them have turned up in moldy boxes with you know un- unsewn seams and really, really bad low-quality seconds, effectively, that are being yeah. thrown away by people. Right. Because they're not being warehoused properly. They're not actually being quality-checked. They are buying rejects abroad just, and flogging it on. Yeah. But you've paid the money for that quality product. And as we discussed about earlier, there is no return. Okay, that's that's the big one. Um, Roden and Fields. Roden and Fields, which was in about 2007, I think, was a skincare brand. And they were... They basically sold... Um, acne medication from an infomercial um, and it was it was all tempting stay at home mums with these lucrative flexible careers and they talked about how you could pay off your mortgage yeah and then everything that you 
a husband, the maid, was then going to you know transform form your life. They talked about again free holidays, six figure you know salaries, enormous amounts of money. Yeah, all, all, from, the, all the promises and all of it from direct sale. Okay. <clears throat> they were considered by um, a lawsuit in the states um, to have sold products that were um, unfit for human consumption. Oh wow! So you're talking about like a lash boost serum or something? There was like an eyelash thing that. Um, side effects actually included changes to iris colour, your eyelids drooping, itchy eyes, discoloration, thinning and lot, full loss of eyelashes, eye sensitivity, eye infections or even going blind. That's crazy. Right? They didn't quite disclose those to the people that were selling that product on. No, I bet. Right? That's, that's, that's dangerous yeah, at, that's, at, its, that's at its core. Um, the one that you, most people will have heard of is Herbalife, okay? Herbalife actually started in the 1980s. It's even older than I am. Um, <laughs> shocking, isn't it? Um, if you want proof that Herbalife is a is a, a con artist pyramid scheme, and I'm happy to say that out loud, and if you want to come after me, Herbalife, you can, is because the Federal Trade Commission in the States had to mail checks to 350,000 people who'd lost money because they'd been involved in running Herbalife businesses. Wow. 350,000 people. Yeah. Okay. The, it's the largest settlement that for an agency ever. Okay. It was staggering. And whilst they were never officially called a pyramid scheme, thankfully, all the PR associated with these repayments meant that they got shot in the backside. Okay. Majority of their profits came from recruiting new sellers, not from selling products. That yeah. tells you everything you need to know. And I know, I know of Premier League footballers who got yeah. trapped in Herbalife schemes because they knew they had a following on social media and they could push product through and then found out that it was a, cor- a corrupt business when they were yeah. just looking for recruitment, nothing else. That's the, that's the key, isn't it? The, I want, the recruitment. If you're more focused on recruitment than your product, it's a definition that's, of that's evident, a scheme. That's evident on their website as well. But yeah. not using Herbalife as an example, if you yourself or like as um the listener wrote in is it jack yeah. he um if he's worried that certain businesses might be actually be um pyramid schemes just check their website like find their website log on and see see if the emphasis is around recruiting more salespeople as opposed to the product itself e- even more than that just just look for forums just look for forums there yeah. are literally grief groups for people who have lost yeah, everything you're right. by being you're right, with, these, yeah. with these people um <clears throat> areas they normally focus on uh, okay. sports nutrition big yeah, one big big one like huge. Herbalife skincare uh, and nail care particularly those two again products that it should be easy for a a middle aged woman to be able to sell to a middle aged woman again no no offence meant there just that's what they that's target that's what they're doing yeah um, those those two were, were, were sort of the the, the biggies um, in ways and then apparel clothing again very very focused on on uh, women they are normally they are normally um, products that are relatively um, low value as in if you were to go buy the Primark equivalent but they yeah. will have a whacking premium on so they'll talk about massive margins that you can make but actually a lot of it's lost in distribution costs um, those are the three areas that I would I would suggest the, yeah. let, let me let me turn this into a more a more positive productive conversation okay right? yeah yeah 
I applaud anyone who wants to change their financial future, right? We both do. We, yeah. we, this is a big part of this of this podcast is about talking to startups. Yeah, and, of course. And trying to help them. We believe in the real entrepreneurial life. And by the way, it's not all about Lamborghinis and uh, yeah. holidays. All the stuff you the see time. on Facebook. All the yeah. stuff you see on Facebook and YouTube. Frankie and I are living examples. It's about hard work and carving your own path. Okay, that's what it is. But I applaud everyone who wants to be an entrepreneur or start their own business. But if you are looking at something like that, mm. okay, you're not in the right place to become an entrepreneur. Okay, I would suggest you would do better to read books like um, Robin Waite's Online Business Startup or Dan Norris's Seven Day Startup or yeah. um, Luke Johnson's Started Up. Read some books about stuff, or the, the you know the uh, finding your why, which is a great book. I would do, you'd do better to start thinking about how you could come up with your own concept, however small, yeah, and build that. Because by the way, oh, you agree. also then own the equity of that business because you never own equity within a pyramid scheme, multi-level marketing, or anything like it. Focus the attention in the right place, and you'll do really, really well. If anyone has been affected by a pyramid scheme or knows people that have been affected by a pyramid scheme. Please get in contact with us. We would love to be able to support anyone that's had that issue with advice or people that feel like they've been tempted into it most recently and we can yeah. help you with that. We'd also love to help you find your own way into your entrepreneurial world. But it it is essential that people are aware. And for, for Jack, you know, you've done the right thing by getting in touch with us about a friend who's got involved in a, in a pyramid scheme. First, start by talking, say that you're concerned, and then get an expert in the area or even people like ourselves who are a bit more knowledgeable to have a word with them. Yeah. Um, because the sooner these things are shut down, the less lives are going to be ruined. And again, to just give that number out, there were 350,000 families that were hit by that, by having to have checks written by the Federal Trade. Right? 350,000 families. It could have been yours, could be any of them. All right? So it's our duty as a community of entrepreneurs to get rid of these people. Yeah. That, that's as simple as it is, right? Yeah. I'm I'm quite blown away by that number, but then, um, and that's just one of them, right? That's yeah, one I'm not I'm not surprised either because it is it is all the hollow promises that are appealing to people. Yeah. But I think, as you said, we we advocate the sort of hard grind entrepreneur side. Yeah. And um, we'll take for instance, how much was uh, how much did you say the startup or the inventory cost? Six thousand. So six thousand, and and you you're the embodiment of starting a successful business at a fraction of that so I think if someone had that money anyway and they use that to invest in themselves um, you'd be making a lot greater return a lot more fairly um, maybe, maybe not immediately but it'll definitely be worth it in the long run if, like should you put the hard work in so I think um, to advocate that side of it or investing in yourself as you say read books learn more about um, what you want to like what market you want to go into and what you want to um, sell as a product or service would be a lot it'll be time spent a lot better right on to hot topic yeah. Frankie okay um, really very very fitting on the back of a chat about pyramid schemes is putting someone through pain Frankie <laughs> why don't you tell me uh, and our listeners about the brilliant brilliant brand that you are um something today yes so this was kindly sent in by uh inda at uh echo um and that is um an acronym for atinde house chili oil okay um so they make chili oil they make some brilliant natural uh products that 
I've, I've already tried this. It does taste really good. It's got like a nice um, sort of consistent heat. So okay. a lot of a lot of hot sauces, a lot of um, chili products, chili oils sort of have that false heat. You know, with the hot, horrible aftertaste yeah, or yeah, the, yeah. the vinegary burn. Like um, this is actually really nice. It, it's hotter than I'd typically be used to. Okay, good. So I'm, I'm not looking forward to having... Um, a load of this without any food. Okay, that's fine. This is more. This is more for the novelty of. Uh, that's what a hot topic is all about. Yeah, of course. But um, the product itself is is actually just brilliant, and I'm I'm actually so pleased to say that we've just tied up a relabeling project. So I've actually created the branding for their new label. Amazing. Um, so I'd like to think we could post that out and show people what what I'm on about. That'd be uh, amazing. Yeah. At Brand Bites Pod, if you want to. On Instagram. Yeah, have a look at the new label, but. Um, for now he's I'm, waffling isn't he he's uh, waffling stalling, rather than, I'm stalling now because it's an oil and it is hot he's, he's going to be using a finger's worth rather than a spoon's worth because yeah. I'd like Frankie to still be conscious for the remainder of the um, the podcast but yeah, have a go and let us right. know how this uh, how this tastes oh that's quite a bit right so three two one how is it Frankie so initially it's quite nice this one's um Rosemary infused. Okay. So like, you, you, do get that, you do get that fruit, but then there is a um, bit bit of a heat. Now it's making my um, can feel it on my lips. Yeah, you're getting very very red, yeah, very very quickly. Yeah. Frankie, I yes. would like you to tell me during hot topic of any experience you've had with the pyramid scheme. Okay. Um, so there's one I briefly touched upon a minute ago. Uh, so I I've sort of since school started up looks like he's crying yeah since school I started up sort of multiple side hustles some I've invested a lot more time and money in than others none that I've sort of pushed more so than um, what I'm doing now as the food and drink creative yeah uh, but there was a time where I was trying to make noise about the designs I was doing my branding experience my knowledge in graphic design um and a few of my friends who also sort of leaving school, starting businesses, would communicate with me that uh, they had op- they had opportunities for me, um, and they were saying, yeah, they'd say things like, "Oh, uh, my dad's starting this business. Do you want to help out with the logo?" And I'd be like, "Oh, I've got like that's amazing." This one instance, uh, a friend said, "I've got a business proposition for you." That's literally all he said. And he said, "Meet me at this place at this time." And we'll talk about it. Sounds like a shady deal. Yeah, but I mean, straight out of school, needed, yeah, yeah. needed some money. It was um, it was an appealing uh, proposition. So I I went, I met him there. Mm-hmm. It just so happened to be a McDonald's. Okay, I thought it was going to be an office. Followed the sat-nav, it was a McDonald's. So far, it doesn't sound that legit. But what's funny is the guys were... Um, there was two guys, my friend and... Someone who I can only say was his puppeteer, I think. Okay. Um, a very confident, very manipulative, older person. Bear in mind, we're only about 18, 19. Um, and this person's probably uh, in their 40s or okay. something. Uh, but they were both dressed really smartly, got out a really nice car. Um, and there's me in like t-shirt and jeans and they're in like three-piece suits. Which, at first I thought, Okay, that looks the part. That's amazing. Then I also thought that 
juxtaposes the McDonald's entirely. Completely. So I, I already already had a bit of a doubt just because they yes they looked the part, but it was a McDonald's, and I wasn't I wasn't falling for that. But yeah. I was still had still open to their proposition. They came in, and they were like, "Right, we're starving. We're just going to go and get some food first. And I was like, "Okay." So they went, got some food, sat down, started having a chat. And um, they were like, oh, so we understand you're into business. And I was like, well, I'm trying to start my own business, but I'm more so into the design. I'm trying mm -hmm. to improve my design more than um, business as a general topic. And they were like, okay. And then they sort of steered away from that, went back to business and started saying that they had a, it was like a tech product or a platform that they were selling to individuals mm -hmm. so not into businesses into individuals and I still don't fully understand what it was it was yeah. so ambiguous and so unnecessarily complex that I just couldn't really get my head around it which is the hallmark of a, of a scam yeah. right um, trying to make you feel stupid so you don't understand it and then the, you will because you're embarrassed of that you'll hide away from it and you'll just follow along essentially I think that's what they wanted um and like you said, it was a quite a high startup cost, and it was going to be. Um, I don't even think because it wasn't a physical thing. It was like a you sell this software that they'll basically have access to online, but they had like marketing materials to use. So it was that you'd buy things like posters and leaflets and pull-up banners yeah. and all the stuff you'd use at a, like a show or an exhibition, those sort of things. Um, and at that point, I actually was concerned for my friend. So I was like, have you have you done all this? He was like, yeah, 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 I'm making loads of money. And I'm like, okay, you're still meeting me at McDonald's, like desperate for food, mm. but okay. And um, they they basically said that they enc strongly encourage people to start off by getting their friends and family on board. And I was like, so you want me to make my, my siblings also pay for the same marketing materials that you've just made me pay for? Mm to do the same thing. And I was like, I'm um, targeting friends and family first is a really, it's another hallmark of a, of yeah, a, a pyramid scheme um, or scam, isn't it? Because they know that it will be easy for you to sell to your first few people because they'll yeah. want you to be happy. Yeah, essentially. Um, but that was probably the biggest red flag for me is because I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to put my family out of pocket, whether it would, even if it was completely legit and even if it were, were to work, I wouldn't be prepared to make my family or pressure my family to take that risk in the first place. What happened to your pals that were involved in the end? Um, yeah, he's not involved anymore. I couldn't tell you if he made any money off it, but he's not doing it anymore. Um, but I, I just like to say that I saw through it mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm, guys, I'm not prepared to get involved in this. And I said that to them and it was amicable, but I was quite firm and I was like, I, I don't really agree with this. I'm not, I'm not doing it. And I left the McDonald's. But... Had it been in an office, even if they paid, God knows how little to rent an office space, yeah. I probably, I probably would have been fooled. Like the, the venue is what didn't sell it for me. Yeah. Um. Had it been a, had it even been somewhere completely remote, I probably would have still bought into it. But the fact that it was in a McDonald's, I, I just, I wasn't prepared to believe they were making sufficient amounts of money from it. No, not at all. Um, I mean, the, it's interesting. So, um. People wouldn't think it, but I, I fell for a, a pyramid yeah. scheme when I was younger. Um, very, very clearly, uh, I, I was interrupted whilst in town in Reading as a youngster, interrupted by some guys who were talking about a brilliant business opportunity and a you know great career and how much money you can make, blah, blah, blah. They're a bit loose, bamboozled again with certain, te certain terminology. Right. 
I was invited to a hotel. I was invited to like a, a Holiday Inn or something. See, that would have probably sold it they, to me. Where they booked a, a conference room. Yeah. And um, there must have been a hundred of us that went in the first place and they kept taking us into individual rooms for... Um, assessments or interviews as they called it and you had to come up with a new product and sell it and you had to do all this sort of fun stuff um, by the end of the day there were like eight of us left and they just the, every time you went back in the group it just got smaller and smaller okay. yeah. and eight of us were left and we'd been told we'd been selected that we were going to be flown up to Scotland for this you know intense training and onboarding programme but that we could be expecting to make 60 to 70 thousand pounds in year one and that was you know as a as a young kid that was ridiculous like that amount of money yeah. was, 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 was on offer um i turned up at um at the airport despite my parents being very very strongly advising that i didn't go yeah to find that tickets hadn't been booked and we had to buy our own tickets to get up there and, and yeah. all that sort of stuff but a lot of pressure was put that if we didn't sort it out it was all a technical issue that you know a mess up with the airline but you know pop it on a credit card and we'll we'll reimburse you up in scotland um i didn't go in the end i didn't go to scotland no, but thankfully. years later i actually because i didn't have a credit card um years later i bumped into uh, a girl that i'd met during it who'd, who'd gone up and done gone up there yeah never reimbursed for it left with a very very expensive yeah, meal course, and yeah. a hotel booking and had paid for a load of course materials. So the training course for the business was something like, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing now, but something like seven or 800 quid, which uh, you know, you're talking about at today's price is well over a thousand pounds for someone in their yeah. early twenties. Um, and after she found that she wasn't getting any of the business and none of the materials were coming through afterwards, tried to find the business and the business, business was gone. It yeah. vanished. Of course. And so she was left with, a flight, a dinner, a hotel, and a load of useless marketing materials for business that didn't exist. Yeah, um, they do lure you in, and it's a really yeah. dangerous thing to I, to be to be exposed to. And I, th- I think a lot of people who know me will be shocked to hear that I was, I yeah. was, because I'm. I I think people see me the way I do as a you know pretty savvy bloke when it comes to this stuff, and very commercially astute. But yeah. Particularly when you're trying to either prove yourself at an early age to be independent, so, or when you're in a tough place. Can I? Just, can I just? That's when it I, comes. I know this is my hot topics, but can I just ask you a question? Yeah, go on. In that room of potentially hundreds that then was whittled down. Yeah. Would you say there was quite a young or low average age? Oh, two 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 sets of groups. There were those of us that were sub twenty three. Yeah. Uh, twenty four, twenty three, maybe. And then a handful of people who were in their mid thirties. Okay. But those people, those people were—I don't even know whether they were involved with the business and were just planted there. I don't know whether Maybe. they were there to give to give a bit more assurance. Because I think um, when you said like young, vulnerable people, I think it won't always, but I think predominantly it would be people that quite young early 20s or yeah, even and young straight out of school like I was that, that are wanna, easily targeted yeah and, and, and that are influenced by stuff and do want to move out and have their own place and be making bank and be driving a nice car and all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff that, that, that's the case and as I said there's, there's the two extremes right so either those that are most vulnerable because they you know need to help themselves out of out of you know mortgages and all that sort of fun stuff or it's people right at the earliest stage and they're t- giving you that shortcut genuine truth is the only way to be really successful is grunt right it's hard work and using yeah. your brain um, there is no short 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 um shortcut at all but yeah for me i was i was hook line and sinker and actually had i had a credit card 
probably would have taken that flight. Yeah. And would have been left massively out of pocket. Well, similarly, had my encounter been at somewhere like a conference room as yours was, I would have been. But I, like, I've, had, I've had business meetings where I've said to someone, oh, look, halfway between us is a uh, holiday in, you know, Handycross Roundabout in Wickham, you know, that's always well known for people, or Junction 4 of the M4, and you meet, you know, you, there's a little business centre, or you meet in the by the bar and you have a chat over at a table. Yeah. Because casual meeting is so much more normal these days, it's yeah. easier for someone to convince you. And by the way, um, you don't even need to have the car. Right? You, no. You, you, could, you can be pull up, pull up in a private, in a private um, cab, and you only have to own a suit. Right? So someone can convince you to part with money for what 200, 200 quid suit. Yeah. It's extraordinary when you think about it. Yeah. Really, no, really, it's... like again, just, just, just always be vigilant and talk to family about stuff. That's the important stuff. Yeah. Right. Finally, cool. our favourite section of every single podcast, and I know. Frankie's got a cracker today. I do. Legends of the Wii. <laughs> yeah. Um, Add effects afterwards in edit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my Legends of the Week this week is a so go, <laughs> complete contrast from uh, the chili oil. Yeah. Is um, actually an ice cream brand. Brilliant. A vegan ice cream brand, which Keep I going. think are absolutely smashing it at the moment, is Northern Block. Oh, yeah. Brilliant brand. I love Northern Block. Yeah. So I'm I'm just a fanatic uh, as opposed to a reviewer, I guess. Like <laughs> just to explain if people aren't familiar, um, it's super cool. It's it's super on trend at the moment. Um, it just I'm not only a fan of the ice creams because I think they're amazing. I think uh, dairy free or vegan ice creams are it's exploding at the moment. Like that market is just going crazy. Um, and I think they're sort of one of two or three players that are sort of spearheading that at the moment. Um, it's really cool branding. Like but really, literally, really cool, what, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. It's not only the ice cream, just the branding. So it's, it's like a nice matte black with white, um, like... Really simple just lettering, sim- it's, isn't it? But it's, it's minimalist style, but then it's got a bit of a... I, but with like, bro- like bold communication colours there, right? Like this isn't pastel Yeah, yeah like, so it's like, it's, it's white and black, but then the um, accent colour is always to do with the flavour. So it'd yeah, be yeah. like the, the purples or the yellows or whatever the product is. But what I really love is just the brand and how they've, they appeal to someone like me, I, I think, um, because it's all quite, it's all on that sort of craft, arty yeah, edge. Yeah. Um, New flavours you'd never tried before, right? And yeah. stuff that's in there and... I think I, I'm pretty sure they're available um, on Ocado if I'm if I'm right. But the whole the whole feel of the brand feels, whilst it feels um, almost still startup-y and quite artisan, actually has the feeling of of, a, of an established business already. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hats off to the guys at, at Northern Block. Your design work is is epic. But right? the, the it's design top, work top goes quality. further than it goes further than the packaging as well. Have you seen their merch store? Oh, it's brilliant. I'd wear. I'd wear all of it, honestly. I'd but like, great merch, great merchandise which supports a great business, great design, great website, by the way. Um, I've not seen the social media, but but really good website. So far, you've convinced, you know, you know you've convinced most of us already of it, and that's before trying the product. Mm. Sensational brand. Yeah. So they're my, they're my brand of the week, just because I actually love the brand, love the product. Yeah, um, you, you guys are total, total legend. Even, legends. even as someone, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like normal ice cream, I say normal dairy ice cream. Just ice cream. Like yeah. I'm not, yeah, I, just anything with sugar in, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for me, as a non-vegan, like I'm still a big fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and I think part of that is buying into the brand first, e- first and foremost. Even if it didn't, even if it didn't say it was vegan, and I had no idea of it, I'd still be a ma- massive fan. Like huge, huge, huge respect and applause yeah. goes to that brand. Like just superb and very, very worthy winners, guys. Well done. Yeah, fantastic. Right. That is the end of episode nine, guys. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We yes, will be back you. next week with episode 10. But yeah. just a little heads up for you. We will have a Christmas special available prior to Christmas in which we will be doing um, product reviews of yes. new brands that you won't have heard of so far. Really, really excited. Cannot wait to bring that to you. That'll be in two weeks' time. I'm looking but, forward to this. But for now, have a wonderful, wonderful week and we'll see yeah. you next time. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.